Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want to refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond. They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, 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 no. No, Fibulous, every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at searsimports.com. Alexis, in the morning, on My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment, everything. Oh, this is the worst one I ever had, son. Oh, it's the worst one. This is a big one. I'm dying. You hear that, Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you, honey. That's right. Coming to join you. Uh, I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny rolling through our final hour. Okay, um... This is going to be a very, very special edition. It's like Blossom. It's a special, <laughs> special episode of Blossom. But this is an hour long, except for Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. Um, we have an hour long series finale of forced movie review, classic movie edition. Uh, we're going to retire this version of the segment. And before, before we do, we, we, decide, decided, we it decided it two hours ago. Because yeah, we hated it so because much. Because we hated it. So let's begin. Uh, Twenty, uh, you know, Seven days ago, Kenny and I were both uh, sick. Uh, we were together. But we were both yeah. sick. Yeah. No and uh, we missed last week's forced movie review of King Kong. So we are team players. Uh, so we are going to review it right now. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this. 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 Uh, King Kong. 
uh, the original King Kong, not the crappy one with Jeff Bridges and uh, Jessica Lange in the 70s, the original one. Um, Kenny, I think you should go first. Cause... Okay, uh, this is a really, 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 really dumb, dumb movie. <laughs> horrible writing, horrible acting, horrible directing, horrible uh, special effects. I, I, what I really want to hear, though, is not my my review. I want to hear Lex's review because the way that the guy, the director, whoever he was in the movie treated the woman, Faye Ray, that he found to be his starlet oh, yeah. was just over-the-top misogynistic Genistic. and creepy and You're gross and just the worst thing. I, I couldn't believe. I had to watch it. It was like watching a car crash. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. <laughs> and then the way she was treated. And then, of course, the monkey and the apes and the dinosaurs and the special effects. Uh, I, I just I couldn't stop watching. Horrible start. Horrible middle. Horrible end. Everything about it was horrible, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah, it's just so god awful, but I just I, I loved enjoyed it, it because the special effects were like a Rankin Bass, like uh, yeah. like the abominable <laughs> snowman when they would yeah. show his yes. claymation face. Yes. And yes. Then it was just really, it was a lot of racist themes in it. Oh, oh my goodness. God. Um, oh, oh, the oh, natives. Oh, my God. That oh, was so racist. It was so horrible. Holy and cow. even the entire, um, the entire theme of the film and when it was made, um, a lot of people have suggested it was the fear that white people had that black people were no longer slaves. And that's what it represents. Oh. Because oh. they go and capture, yeah, you know, yeah. and how they yeah. felt about black yeah. people. So there's that all yeah. involved. And I put hashtag Me Too was the first oh. thing I wrote down. <laughs> yes. How about the fact? How about the fact that the big dumb monkey will eat the black women that they sacrifice? Yeah. But when they offer up a white woman, he falls in love with her and protects her. Exactly. They're afraid of black men so doing that to their white yeah. women. Yeah. Oh, so gross. ridiculous. Thematically, God, it was disgusting. Awful. It was. Yeah. Well, and then. And the, the greed. Yeah. Well, and For then entertainment. just yeah. the repar- just the uh, portrayal. And look, this was this doesn't make it right, but sadly, this was commonplace in the 30s and 40s, especially like Charlie Chan movies. But the I couldn't get over uh, the skipper, whatever, who was supposed to be uh, an Asian gentleman, but was obviously a white actor doing a caricature of a of an of an Asian gentleman. And I was like, oh my goodness, you guys! I I see that in cowboy movies all the time where Italians from Brooklyn are playing playing Native Americans. What Mm -hmm. the hell? Come on. So. Other than that, watching a 1933 movie, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Did you enjoy yourself? How was the seating? Um, uh, Other than that, uh, I I laughed out loud. I wrote wrote in my notes that this is the only... this is the only classic movie that we have watched that I laughed out loud for the wrong reasons. Me too. I um, love yes. I, I've had a good yes. time watching it. 
Oh, yeah. I the so did I. My favorite, yeah. my favorite special effect in this. There was a brontosaurus. <laughs> There was a brontosaurus about midway through the movie. Uh So one of the crew is running in the woods and they do. There's. Oh, wait, no. I wrote down two. My two favorite special effects. The first one was the the crew member is running through the woods and the claymation brontosaurus is coming toward him and he climbs up a tree. And then the, the claymation is messing with them. And then all of a sudden there's like a rough cut. And then the guy, the, the, then a claymation human is yes. in the mouth of the brontosaurus and yes. he flips them he flips them up in the air and then perhaps how much time do you think they spent doing that oh, guys cuz that is frame years. by frame yeah then yeah. the best the single best shot of the movie and i'm not going to do the humor justice but you three will agree with me i know you will the last the real three, the last 10, 15 minutes of the movie, they're in, they're in New York. Faye Ray is in her apartment and she's running. King Kong has escaped and she's the, the shot is framed where the bed, she's sitting on her, she's yes. sitting, she's sitting on her bed with the, with the boyfriend or whatever. And she's like, oh, oh, oh my God. The key. And then the window of the apartment is to the left of the screen. And then the claymation monkey, the claymation monkey looks, <laughs> looks, looks into the, looks into the apartment. He's like, hey, hey. He's like Mrs. Doubtfire, like, hey, are you in there? Like, like out of all the apartments in New York City, yeah, that he's monkey. Gonna, he's gonna know that that's and he's gonna, his eyes go back and forth. Hello. He's like, yeah. I know. And I did as that scene was going on. I did the Mrs. Doubtfire. I go hello. I was like the monkey stared in there. And then when I I did, I was crying by myself. The dog thought I was nuts. When they cut, when they cut from the monkey claymation to the giant fur arm that. Comes Comes through the window yes. to grab Feyre. I was like, "This oh, is gorgeous." And anytime, is- won't you? Won't you agree that anytime they would um, do a rough cut from real Feyre, like the claymation. Um, uh, they'd pick Wait. up, and then it would be Claymation Fay Ray, and just yeah. she'd be like... I wrote thick legs, Dawn, yeah. I wrote thick... Because they made Claymation Fay Ray, they made her real chunky. They real made chunky, like, and they made it, and her arms were going all back and forth. It was so silly, and then he would lay her down, and it would be real Fay Ray. Anytime yes. that happened, I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, I... I I freeze framed it when it went when it when it cut to claymation Fay Ray in the apartment, oh. and it went because Fay Ray was really slender and a yeah. very slight of slight at that time young lady, yeah. and yeah. then they cut to the claymation and her her legs were all thick like big oh. Hungarian shot putter thighs and, and calves. I'm like, could you have not have slimmed down the claymation human a little bit? Oh, oh made so, more and believable. Then it's what about the pterodactyl? Right, they, I mean, they're they on just the cliff. Coming, <laughs> yeah, and then it comes. This is like this weird, or, like origami crane black thing comes out. Then uh, and all of a sudden, there's a rope for them to go down because yeah. Jack is now up there. But right before that, Faye can't walk. She's like dragging right. her body yeah. with yeah. her arms, and then all of a sudden they she hit the ground down and a rope. she's. Yeah, she climbed down a rope and then she's a sprinter. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're like, oh. your leg just stopped hurting. This was- 
this thing was well received. It was, it was. a big deal. I know. Yes, it was. People were super excited. Yeah, I mean, it's a piece of crap. The... Didn't they wonder, like, oh, okay, how did they get King Kong onto the boat? Like, that oh, was a convenient, yeah. like, yeah, just, yes. come on. I'm like, yeah. let's see this stupid, are they going to make a super quick raft again like they did for the 30 guys? Like, <laughs> let's just put together a raft. And you're like, really? Oh. I mean, I, did they just make a they big did raft? That in a, yeah, 20 seconds, um, done. Yeah. If you if you just uh. tuned in, we're talking about 1933's King Kong. It's part of our pop culture experiment forced movie review where we're watching classic movies to see if they're still entertaining and if they're actually yeah. classics. We were. And so... Oh, was the love interest there? His name was Jack. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Jack. Yeah. How about on the boat before they get to <laughs> yes. Kong Skull Island? He literally hates Fay Ray, and she oh. has no business being no. on this boat with a bunch of men. Women are a nuisance. Be- yeah, because she's a woman, and they're emotional, and blah blah blah. And then out of the blue, I think I'm in love with you. Yes. yes. And she's like, Oh, okay. I love yeah. you too. Yeah, I wrote that after down. being mistreated. Yeah. 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 The captain goes, well, you're on deck. He goes, I'm on deck, yeah. Yeah, I'm on deck. Yeah, yeah. He goes, Ew. I guess I love you. Yeah. 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 Okay, I, well, that was a weird change. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it, it, it was entertaining for all the wrong reasons. It yeah. really, really was. But there were a lot of themes that's still relevant today. And also the, the, the greed of capturing something selling tickets, mm-hmm. and then when things go wrong, you d- completely destroy it. Tiger yeah. King. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's, and it's a, it's the Jurassic Park theme, too. Don't mess with nature. Yeah. You, you, you yep. think man always thinks they're smarter than nature, and then what happens? The monkey escapes and climbs up an apartment building and finds you <laughs> in, in 12C. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought about. Like, how the hell does that monkey know exactly Fair what homes. apartment? Oh, she Faye Ray's in 34B. It's you know, just like, so convenient that the apartment like, was so close, not... too. Oh. How did you like yeah. the train scene whenever the, the oh. uh, what is it, the uh, Brooklyn L that yeah. goes yeah. through the city? The upper train? Yes. Yeah. The L. Oh, my yeah. God. Whenever he crashes into that and all the people are rolling all <laughs> people around. People rolling around. I'm like, oh, my God. They just killed like a hundred people. Yep. Oh, it was so. Yeah. Anyway, King Kong. It is available, <laughs> my talkers, on HBO Max, actually. Yes. Uh, now, we're going to go to Elizabeth Reese. But then at 830, it is the conclusion of our pop culture experiment. Our final classic movie is Mr. Smith Goes to Washington with Jimmy with Jimmy Stewart. Um, I'm you sorry, Lexus. Uh, uh, All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I have to go first. (laughs) Yeah, I will, believe me. Um, We'll have that. But like I said, when we come back, let's get caught up with the entertainment news of the day with Elizabeth next. 
Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes.com. Dashdental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It is now time to get caught up with. The entertainment news of the day and the dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. Happy Friday. Yes. Day. Happy Friday. <laughs> nice to be with you this morning. Um, okay, I've got some celebrity things for sale. Oh. Let's start with Kate Middleton and Prince William's luxury Range Rover. It is for sale and it is expected to fetch between $42,000 and $56,000 at oh. an auction uh, next month. So this is a Range Rover previously used by the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, and um, and it's for sale. It's got oh. less than 39,000 miles on it, and it's eight years old. Oh, wow. That's in excellent That's- condition. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like it. Yeah. Wow. It's um. It's, uh, it's been really vacuumed nice looking. And, uh, it's oh, okay, very good. nice looking on the inside. It's, it's like been vacuumed. <laughs> no. Yeah. There aren't any crumbs. Boy, does okay, my car good. need to be vacuumed right now? Oh, oh my god. Mind us too. Yes. Yeah. He did, I did a couple of weeks ago. You know, if you have a third row that like I just we have a third row in this car that I just started using when I had a third baby because I didn't need yeah. a third row before that. I just had ultimate luxury storage. And now oh, I've got uh, so many children back there. They are so far back there yeah. and they like find crevices to put yes. every sort of crumb. It's unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's, They're little destroyers. They aren't really they? are. I only, well, I can't imagine with three. I can't either. <laughs> yeah. I can't either. I don't even know how it's happening. Um, it's a very nice looking car, though. Oh, it does. So, yeah. yeah. And the royal family, of course, has an extensive collection of luxury British cars. Mm-hmm. The Queen has a Bentley State Limousine. Ooh. Oh. Prince Charles has a beloved Aston Martin DB6, oh, which William and wow. Kate borrowed on their wedding day. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, there's, it's kind of fun to look at their car collection because mm. they're just like cool looking, too. I mean, everything is cooler if it's British. 
And they have better license plates well, than we do. Well, some things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trumpets and all that kind of mm. stuff. Um, Bette Midler's house just sold. She is selling her penthouse in Manhattan for $50 million. <gasps> Ooh, what's Whoa. it like? It was on the market for two years. And uh, now she's finally gotten a buyer. She lived in it for over two decades. And um, they bought it in 1996 for $3.5 million. Selling it wow. for fifty. Wow! Can you believe that? That's New York real estate. Oh, man. Wow. Is it one bed, one bath, six bedrooms, seven oh. bathrooms. Oh. It's a fourteen-room <laughs> Fifth Avenue property. It occupies the top three floors of this Whoa. pre-war co-op building and spans a massive seven thousand square feet. Oh, that is huge they're saying even factoring in the upkeep the renovations and a two-year remodeling job she made a killing on this that's insane you know my sisters moved to new york many years ago and lived there for six years and i think like one of my dad's greatest regrets was not just trying to buy an apartment for them and then Mm. sell it later you know it's like the most and even then it would have been really expensive but now it's now, Ooh, I guess, is maybe a better deal to clean up. This place yeah. is unreal. The photos of this house are unbelievable. Oh, oh I'm looking at them out. right now. Oh, it's crazy. Gosh. They're just phenomenal. Is a recording studio in there? I mean, she has to. With I would think so. It's Bette Midler. So. I would think so. I mean, there's like, you know, it's it's decorated impeccably. And there's lots of color in it, but it doesn't feel like over the top. It just feels really fun. I like wow. it very much. I know. Um, new video of Justin Bieber performing for inmates at California State Prison in L.A. County. And uh, apparently we knew that he did this about a month ago. Um, but now there's video that's been released of it. And he did a short set during his trip last month, including an acoustic rendition of his single Lonely. He sang three or four songs. And um, it was part of the prison's faith-based program. And so he oh. went there to go perform for, uh, I don't know, I don't know how many inmates. It probably looks like 30. I mean, it's pretty social di- socially distanced. I've heard that it is a group of inmates who are learning to be pastors. Wow. So it's not just anybody who's oh, roaming just... around who wants to go see a free hey, concert. the Biebs is here. It, it kind yeah. of made me scared for him. But no, they're specifically in a faith-based type of sick. environment. Like a rehabilitation yeah. thing. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. That sounds really... Um, mm-hmm. Like, really progressive mm-hmm. and yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I bet that Lonely song really strikes a different chord for them. Mm. Man, I, I mean, know. That, I listen to that song, I feel sad. Yeah. And imagine if you're behind <laughs> bars. Prison? Oh. It's what? also... I don't the, know if I'd go back to that concert. <laughs> she, just, just, she just leaves and goes just, back to her cell with her Bible. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, like, I'm already I... lonely. I don't need a song to remind me coming from you. Yeah. Oh, no. Can I just go back? Oh, Oh, gosh. Um, Cassie Randolph is addressing her ex, Colton Underwood, coming out as gay. We were talking about this earlier in the week. She says, I'm moving forward. And she said um, on a YouTube tour of her home, saying she really appreciates all the kind messages and that she's not going to be further discussing it or commenting. She said there's a lot of layers to it. So people always say, I'm not going to comment on it, but now I'm going to comment. There's a lot of layers to it. And I feel like the best thing for me at this time is to move forward and focus on going forward. You know, Probably. I mean, he kind of put her through a lot. Like, yeah. she had yes. a restraining order against him. I mean, yep. regardless of even the gay thing, that's like an aside compared to, like, all the other stuff that was going yep. on when she tried to break up with him. And then he uh, allegedly put a tracking device on her car. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's mm-hmm. like... 
he she had no idea and he says oh i'm gay i mean it's it's a little bit of a mind bleep mm-hmm. it is <laughs> yeah. for lack of a better term i don't know yeah. guys it is complicated it is oh. yes and she should i look any lady in that situation that has been with a man that decides to come out and live their truth, you've got to allow them space. Yes. I had I had to remind my family that when my cousin came out and people were, were wanting to, oh, uh, his wife is so mean. I'm like, she what? gets, she has a right to be mean for yeah, a little while. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. She has yeah. a right to be really mad. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, today at three on Twin Cities Live. When we come back, uh, it is the shocking conclusion <laughs> of our pop culture experiment forced movie review classic movies when we come back. Like, who's that chick that's rocking kicks? Jason and Alexis in the morning. So on my talk with a 7-1 and streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. If you missed any part of our show, don't worry. You can download a little bit later in our podcast. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. A couple months ago, we decided to shake things up a little bit. Uh, our f- popular segment, Forced Movie Review, we decided to mess it mess it up and uh, change Today it. Today we abandoned it. Today we uh, <laughs> jumped ship. We're like the propeller guy in the Titanic movie. Uh, we jumped because uh, we're done. And or are we uh, more but- the old couple that just <clears throat> snuggles and just yeah, knows the fate? Uh, yeah. Uh, so we decided to go through a list of uh, alleged classic movies to see, hey, are they still classics? And B, um, do we enjoy them? So it was a pop culture experiment, and it concludes today with Jimmy Stewart's Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced Movie Reviews. You forced me to do this. this, this, this. Um, who would like to start? Jason, you're going to go first. Yeah, you have decided. Yeah, with that video. We have done uh, Godfather. (laughs) Loved it. We have done The Apartment. Loved it. Mm. We have done Vertigo. We have Uh, done um, 2001. Hated it. (laughs) We have done Snow White. Nah. Um, (laughs) Creepy dwarves. uh, Uh. I have never wanted to quit my job <laughs> and throw one of my dogs or a vase at my oh. TV. Oh, uh, oh Mr. Big. Really? More. He's well. He's Mr. Smith almost put Mr. Big's life in danger because <laughs> out of the two dogs, Big is more of a projectile. So I could, you know what I mean? Dog, I could just yeah. You know, so yeah. last night, if you saw him dangling <sighs> Mr. Big off the balcony like Michael Jackson did with blanket, yeah, that is why it's um, this movie. I, I have rarely hated a movie more. Wow. wow. Then I hated this movie. It was a chore to get through. It really? was it was an exercise in my patience. Um I couldn't have cared less. There wasn't one single character in this movie 
that I enjoyed, that I cared about, that I wanted to see the the conclusion of their story. Mm-hmm. I hated everybody in it, um, as demonstrated by a video that I sent to Alexis and Dawn, <laughs> where uh, this was about midway through the movie, and I just got so frustrated because it wasn't moving. It wasn't nothing was happening. And and I I sent them a video where I was basically like blank her and blank him and blank that guy and her hat and I hated it. It is now that we're at the conclusion. It is the worst of the classic movies we've had to watch by a mile and a half. What? By wow. a mile and a half. Wow. And I. I am a fan of Jimmy Stewart, but he annoyed the hell out of me in this movie. And I hated it. So there we go. You didn't think Saunders was a hero of this story? Saunders is getting it done. Yeah, Clarissa. Clarissa. Clarissa? Yeah, I know. No. No. Oh, he knows who Uh, she is. Blank her. Yeah, uh, blank, he, hates no, her I just, <laughs> he hates her hat. I, I hated her hat. The hat was a little small. No, her voice irritated. No, her voice irritated me. Um, I couldn't even listen to her, so I hated her. Um, I hate, good versus oh. evil and corrupt and and winning in the end. You, oh, knowing the system and the only and thing using that I found to get the truth out. No, and like the okay. kids, uh, then the, the, that boy, I hated him. Uh, he was irritating. Oh um, my gosh, Paige? I loved the, the little Paige. Paige. Oh. Paige, no, didn't like him. He was oh. irritating. It was great. He was involved no. in the no, no. the government. No, yeah. no, no. Um, hmm. And and the only thing that was fascinating was, and and it's timely, strangely, a movie based or movie, and I forgot what year this was. The fact that it's about the filibuster, or you know, they they, they yeah. were talking about the, that's fascinating because we're we're debating that now in 2021. Is it a relic? Yeah. Should it be done? And uh, the fact that uh, the, I, I don't know, I yeah. couldn't couldn't stand it. <laughs> couldn't stand it. Wanted it to be over so bad. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I like this film. Oh, okay. I, but I was yeah. frustrated for different reasons. The frustration for me was just how frustrating government can be. They're doing yeah. roll call, and then they had to do it again after they go into the hall. It's just so much time. The yielding, the Quarums. just yeah. oh yeah. yeah, that just part. And and still, like you said, we're still debating that to to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the good versus evil, and mm, no, using the you system know, to you know why? Because I did not like guilt. him. He bothered, he drove me nuts. Uh, And I love, yes, and I love Jimmy Stewart. I did not, I did not. Let me me ask you, did, when I first started watching it, I thought it was Jimmy Stewart playing Stan Laurel. It's like he adapted some of the physical movements from Stan from Laurel and Hardy with with the hands and the confusion and the and the head. Mm -hmm. And I actually thought for a few minutes, you know, if Stan Laurel was a serious actor, he could have played this better than Jimmy Stewart. Oh, you Uh, guys! Yeah, yeah. I I just thought he was mimicking Stan Laurel for some reason Mm. without being. You know how Stan was? He played a dumb guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, but kind of that confused, not knowing what to do with your hands. Jason, what about the hat scene? Hmm. The the Capra a... classic hat scene where you That's fine. where he's meet, yeah. he's meeting yeah. the girl and yeah. you don't see their faces. All you see him it's... is him at waist level fumbling yeah. with his hat. Yeah. That That's was great. great. I thought my computer I thought my 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 TV was going 
weird because it was a deep zoom. I yeah, I, and yeah. I saw this years ago in a film class. So yeah, that's yeah that you know what I, I fine I'll give it that. Uh, but I, I and I was shocked because I thought I liked this when you guys told me that was the assignment. I was like, oh. I think yeah. I remember liking this because I saw it in yeah. 90. I would have taken that class in 94, 95. So I don't even remember what yesterday was. So I can barely remember what I, you know, what I liked in 95, 96. But um, I thought my memory was I liked it. No. Uh. Bored, bored out of my mind. Really? So, yes. This this film caused a lot of controversy uh-huh. and senators and politicians walked out and protested yep. it and i believe it was the final film that was played in free france before the nazis took over and there was like a two-week oh. run of this film and you have to remember what was going on globally in 1939 mm-hmm. holocaust nazi yep. germany france being taken over and this was a big 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 deal worldwide it's yeah. really interesting, the history of this I, film. I did like, you know, I, I, here, okay, so there's two nuggets. The hat scene, and I will say the the naive optimism of the beginning, because, uh, you know, when he's pulling into Washington and, you know, he's just elected, and they're doing what the shots of the, yeah. I mean, in his pocket, yeah. his, straw in his hair, yeah. And yeah. I do like that, because I think, you know, it, it's especially in today's climate, it is hard to remember that these are human beings and some of them actually do go to Washington with the desire to do something good. And right. and I did like, I liked the optimism of, of, of his character at the beginning, but I, I was shocked by how annoyed I be, by how much I did not like him. Like yeah. he just annoyed me. So, yeah. okay, let's a take rube. a break. Don McLean has not said a word, and I'm anxious to hear this. The con- the conclusion of Force Movie Review, Classic Movie Edition, right after this. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Force Movie Reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It is the series finale of Forced Movie Review, Classic Movie Edition, uh, where we've been reviewing classic movies to see if uh, they suck. And uh, we're coming to the conclusion here with Mr. Smith Goes to Washington with Jimmy Stewart. You've heard from me. You've heard from Lex. You've heard from Kenny. Uh, and now we're going to hear from Don. Don yes. McClain. Um, so I usually try to watch my Force movie reviews on Monday and Tuesday and break it up into two parts. Um, because that just That's works out better for me. So I don't feel so overwhelmed at the end of the week. Blah, blah, blah. I watched it all on Monday. I started watching it at the gym, and um, I watched I watched all of it because I couldn't stop watching it. I liked it so much. It made me feel patriotic. I loved Jimmy Stewart's performance. I thought it was very, um, it was just very understated and not over the top. It was a different character that I had seen him play before. He was just... I feel like he really believed in what he was saying. And it's like he really got into the character. And it's like I believed him. And I I loved it. I teared up several times. Um, I was like, just keep going with the filibuster. You can do it. Because I got hooked into the whole, like, because I I really just don't know. I'll be honest with you. I was, I had a 
baby in high school and government class was my senior year and I was sleeping through a lot of school because I had to wake up a lot in the night <laughs> with my yeah. baby. So I don't know a lot about how Congress, the House of yeah. Representatives, I don't know a lot about how that works and I'm very it's, it's, ignorant. Yeah. It's and just I, as awful as it's being depicted if yes, you ask me. So it's just awful. Yeah, it was like when I watched it and the, you know uh, Saunders, the receptionist woman. Jean Arthur. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she yeah. she explained, okay, I know you want to bring up this bill tomorrow. You just got here today. But what happens is X, Y, and Z. And she explained yeah. that it has to go to this committee. Then it goes to the House. I was like, oh, yeah, that is how it works. I remember from, yeah. I'm just a bill, a poor little yeah, bill. Hill. Sitting there, I Hill. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that is. And then I just started to really be interested in the whole process. Um, and just knowing that there are these real... Yeah, I think it, what is it called um, when boys get to go to puberty? Um, no, <laughs> they get to go work in Congress in the House and their pa- their pages. Uh, yeah, it's called something though. It's a program. Oh. Oh. Um, anyway, yeah. I was like, oh my god, that's them in action, and that really happened way back in 1939 when this mm-hmm. was made. It's been the same way all along, and. Um, I just thought it was really sweet and it made me feel patriotic. And I thought Jimmy uh-huh. Stewart was so, I thought he was really attractive in this. Oh, I just kept looking yes. at him like, he's good looking. I, I'm with you, don't Boy, I, I really, and then I really hated that woman that he liked, Mrs. Uh, uh, yeah, the daughter yes. of the other Senator Payne. Um, right. whatever. I was like, oh, please don't fall in love with her. Fall in love with Saunders. And he, spoiler yes. alert, he does in the end. And I really liked that ending. It's just a simple, it was a simple story. And it was, I can understand how you would be bored. But for some reason, I just really liked this. I thought it oh, meant a lot for, you know, you know, embracing, even though just, it is complicated that we do have this process and we're lucky. I don't know. I am so in love with Jean Arthur and oh, her yeah. role of uh, Clarissa Saunders yeah. for me was just oh my god! I just loved her. Yeah, smart and savvy yes. and sassy, and cutting and yeah, yeah, and, and that cynical. So awesome. Oh, it's cynical, but yet has a heart. And you know? I liked the drunk reporter. You know, well, I thought she played a drunk so well. I didn't yeah. think it was over the top at all. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, and and yeah. the only thing it was like, ooh, the Hero press are really depicted poorly in this. Yeah, poorly, I mean, yeah. ooh, they poorly. are bad. They Evil. twisted things all. Mm-hmm. And one of the most shocking things that happen is that they start going after all the Boy Scouts that are sending out those papers. Oh, Did they yeah. like kill kids? Because <laughs> at one point like they were trying to deliver those papers with the real truth in it, and they ran those gangster guys like ran their car into a bunch of them. I'm like, did they just kill three kids? <laughs> oh my god, this is crazy. What did you guys think of the ending? I didn't like the the sudden boom. It's it seems over. a little over. too quick but, for me. The ending, yeah. Uh, but notice that. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of our older movies. Think of they King Kong. It just yeah. kind of it's like yeah. uh, uh, it. Beast. Be, beast picked beauty. 
and RKO Pictures. It's yeah, like there's no denouement. Yeah, no, there's. It's yeah. like. I, and those I, opening I, credits feel like ending credits, too. It's almost like reverse. Yeah, they do. They do all of it in the beginning to force yeah. you to look at who's a part of the picture. Th- yep. th- yeah, that was, uh, and they changed that when the the guilds, the writer guild, the, the director's guild, they, they they allowed them to change that. They mm. yeah. That's why, uh, you know, Star Wars, uh, George Lucas really had to fight oh. because the, the guilds were not happy that there were no credits on the top of Star Wars. Um, just the, the scroll. Yes. Wow. yes, 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 Interesting. yes, yes. So that. that's mm-hmm. that's why movies. And I forgot when the date was that it started changing, but that's why you you will see the credits like that presented like that in older movies, and then now in modern day movies. I believe it started more in the seventies. The credits rolled at the mm-hmm. end of the movie. So hmm. let me ask you guys something. Do you guys watch the timer as the movies go? Yep. Oh yeah, I check it. Yeah, I always pause yeah. it. I always check I it. Always, yep. I always do, and, and like as this one's minutes. ending, I'm going, wait a minute, there's three minutes left, he's still in the middle of this filibuster. Yeah. yeah. How are they going to, oh, it's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've, I watched yeah. the clock a lot on this one. Yeah. King Kong, I was just laughing, so I was like, you know, yeah. anyway, I have okay. to admit, yeah. during King Kong, I was fast-forwarding through some scenes, especially the <gasps> jungle on. scenes. I was like, oh my God, just go get them. I was just amazed at how many more monsters were coming. I'm like, Yes, I would yell I, at MC from the other room. I'm like, there's a Stegosaurus now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my I, God, yeah. it's a pterodactyl. The, the Brontosaurus yeah. was still my favorite. Yeah. That in the what woods. is that? Bron- the Loch Ness Monster? Yeah, in the water. <laughs> with the, It looked like Nessie. It yeah. was just like, yeah. And by um, the way, weren't Brontosauruses, they only ate plants, right? They, yes. were, they were herbivores. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they didn't, yeah. Eat, they didn't eat people. They wouldn't eat tourists. No. Okay, so uh, we got 20 seconds. Yeah, what are we doing? Uh, Who's going to go first next Friday? Horror, rom-com, or action? You can assign me uh, a... A rom-com? A rom-com. Okay, start Monday. Dawn, do you mind if I do it on Monday? That's fine, yep. Monday, we will okay. go back to normal. I will assign Dawn McLean a rom-com, and the circle of life will go back to normal. That's right. <laughs> But right now, that's going to do it for us today and this week. If you're listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. Akuna Matata. Everyone have a great Friday. Love you so much. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk on Monday. Bye for now. It's a beautiful day.